Blue Jackets' new season starts tomorrow at home against the Arizona Coyotes. Go to bluejackets.com forward slash tickets. Limited amount of tickets for that one. And they also have a new coach, Brad Larson, and he joins us now. Hi, Coach. Good morning, Coach. How you doing, guys? <clears throat> Good. Good. I like the sound of Captain Boone Jenner. I like it. Yeah, no, it was uh, you know, a lot of discussion. And, uh, you know, I know from the outside, and even with us, it, he's, he's the obvious choice. But there's, you know, like I said yesterday, talking about, there's a lot of layers that go into it when you name a mm-hmm. captain. And, um, you know, you go through camp, you watch the chemistry of the group, and the new faces and, and kind of that transfer and leadership we've been talking about. And, and Boone, you know, as always, just keen to, comes as he sticks out in, in so many of those areas and he has all those intangibles and, um, you know, he's been committed to Columbus for a long time and, and still committed for this year and four more. So, you know, when you put it all together there, it, it did seem obvious. And, and, you know, the one thing that I really enjoyed is when we, when we uh, told the team, you could just tell there, there's just a feel you could see it. The guys were really, really happy for him. And, and, you know he's the guy, so uh, I'm super Good. excited for him and and uh, our group. And I know he's going to lead them well. Hey, we've all everybody on this phone conversation's been in a situation where we have a big day the next day, and your mind's racing, and you can't sleep, and you're thinking about this or that. Are you that type of guy? Like tonight, when you go to bed, is your mind going to be going a thousand miles per hour? No, you know what? I sleep like a baby. I sleep good. I. I uh... You know, yeah, I'm pretty busy when I get home and, and uh, with my, my family and, and my uh, small farm I got. And, you know, I, I, I'm an early morning guy. I get up usually about 4 a.m. And, and get, wow. get rolling from there, get to the bar and get down here. And I, I like to work when it's quiet. So um, it's not a it's not a pound your chest thing. It's a, just I've always loved the mornings. And I know when I get here uh, by 5, I got a few hours to myself. To, to get things done there's peace and quiet and i can get so much done so uh honestly by nine o'clock i'm i'm cooked so i'm ready for bed my eyes are shut and, and i go to bed and i i know i'll sleep well i'll be excited don't get me wrong but uh but i i know i'll sleep well tomorrow or tonight so you're telling us you take ambien <laughs> no, no, I, I, I take early morning go to bed yes. that, that's what i take i take uh, exhaustion you got younger kids in the farm and and then just the rigors here of, of coaching what we're doing every day that that's enough to put me to sleep each night brad larson's with us blue jacket coach so you mentioned you have young kids i believe you have a boy and a girl correct I do, yeah. Okay. okay, and you went as a parent, and I have young kids too, three of them. So you try to, as a parent, keep up to date with what they're doing, what they're listening to. Is that kind of like a coach? Are you try to keep up on what bands guys are listening to, just kind of to relate a little bit? Are you up on everything? Oh, you know what? Here's here's what's happened in our. I'll just talk about our locker room first. The best thing that's happened to this team is Jake Vorchek coming because he is taking control of the uh, the iPod or whatever they okay, use. Okay, yeah. Music. And I've heard Bruce Springsteen. I I actually can understand the music now. I understand <laughs> who's playing. So this has been a true blessing because the last several years, when you hear the music, we've been shutting two and three doors because I don't even know what's being said or what the music is. So. So this has been a really good thing, and as far as my kids go, they're uh, they're monitored all their time by their mother because she's around and uh, listening to their she uh, she's always she's always on top of that. But to say that I'm current or up to date, I don't think that would be a true statement as far as the, on the music side of it. But like I said, Jake yeah. coming into our room, it's been great because it's all music I uh, I know. When I got in this morning, Torg was telling me about this Russian kid. What can you tell us about uh, what is it? Chinikov, right? Yeah. How old yeah. is he? How old is he? He's 
20. 20? Jeez. Um, yeah, he, you know, he played last year in, in the Russian League, you know, and that's against men, and it's a very good hockey, different kind of hockey just because it's on the big ice and it's a different style. But, again, there's a ton of talent in that league. Um, he's uh, he's a kid. You know, I I heard a lot about his shot. I le- heard a lot about his skill sets, and, and that's great. You know, there's lots of guys that have a good shot and good skill, but there's a, there's a whole other side of just understanding the game, and that's what's impressed me about him is, even with a language barrier, which he understands English fairly well, he has, you know, his moments when he's trying to speak it, but um, his processing of what we've been doing and, and just watching him, when you watch him throughout a shift, how he's kind of adapting and, and uh, really comprehending what we're trying to uh, do with our team, he's done a tremendous job. And I've, that's where he's really nice. impressed me. And, and so he's, there, there's a lot to be excited about. I think, you know, there's going to be a big learning curve like anybody, a uh, young man coming to this league. It's the best league in the world on smaller ice. And, and now that you're playing against the the uh, the regular lineups, it's going to get tougher. But I think this kid's got a real bright future. Nice. You know, the amazing thing nice. about the story, Brad, that has nothing to do with you behind the scenes. When you're And I'm, I'm watching the NHL draft. I'm a hockey nut. I'm watching the draft. Yep. And you guys take this guy in the first round. And none of the experts. Well, he was the first rounder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, oh, oh. But the thing is, Jerry, no one knew who he was. Like, and they yep. mocked. They kind of mocked the Blue Jackets. So if you go to social media after they took this guy, they're ripping Yarmo. They're saying this Blue Jacket organization doesn't know what they're doing. They drafted a guy who wasn't on anyone's list, da-da-da-da-da, and they took a Yarmo took some heat for this. And then as the season progressed last year in the KHL, people were like, oh, my God, this Russian player the right. Jackets took out of nowhere is just crushing it. I think it's got to make just Yarmo personally smile like, okay, I knew what was going I on. I saw it. I saw it, and all these guys who criticized me, you know, I, I think that's a great part of the story. Well, it is, and I think – you know, the, the one thing that I've always said about Yarno, he's a really good evaluator of talent. Really, really good. That's his scouting background. He's, he's been doing it for a number of years and doing it very well. And, and I think he's the first to give credit to Billy Sheeran and, and the scouting staff. Like, they're the guys that are boots to the ground, flying everywhere, watching these guys. And, you know, we, we get just the information. That's it. We don't see them. We're busy with our season. Um, I know Yarmo tries to get a, a few viewings, but really those guys behind the scenes that are that are there doing it with with Billy and the and the scouting staff, they're the ones doing all the work. And and you got to give Yarmo credit because he he trusts them and and they collaborate and they talk and they they weigh things out. And um, you know it's it's uh, sometimes you got to stick your neck out there, but if you believe in the player and you think he's the right choice, you make it right and. And it's hard. The draft is hard to, to do this at 18 years old. Some guys are ahead of the curve. Some guys yeah. are, are going to mature later. And, you know, I think in a perfect world, we'd push the draft till they're 20 or 21 just because now they've matured more. But that's part of the game and, and learning. And, and you, you, there's chances that you're taking and, and you're, you're, you're betting on progression and, and all these things. And you weigh a lot of factors that goes into it. But they've done a great job and, and uh, you know, kudos to the uh, amateur scouting staff and, and Yarmo and those guys of, of making that pick. Hey, I, speaking of which you mentioned young kids and it's funny, you have two second generation players, uh, Max Domi and Cole Sillinger that are nothing like their dads. Uh, Mike Sillinger, who wouldn't love him and Ty Domi had a head like a coconut. Um, but tell me uh, about Cole Sillinger because this is a first round pick I believe he was, uh, I could be wrong here, like 12th, 11th, 12th, something like that. Yep. And he has been playing with the top guys. It's it's hard being an 18-year-old playing centerman in the NHL. There's no question. And, and you know, I said this since day one, and just be real cautious with him because 
18 at that position is it's hard enough to play in the NHL period at that age, let alone at the center ice position. And, and that's what we see him as, is he's the future in the middle. So, you know, I watched him in Traverse City. He had a really good Traverse City, but that's more against his age group. And, and it's a little bit uh, less structured and a little bit more chaotic, but it was very impressed. Um, the one thing I'll say about him, he's he's just very mature. He's got a great hockey acumen as far as how he, he again, how he processes the game. And, you know, you compare uh, Chinnikov and, and him, they're both very good players, but different in how they play and approach the game. Um, and, and Silly is just a guy that, you know, the, the stuff that he does naturally as an 18-year-old, you're, you're teaching pros to do for five, six, seven years if they ever grasp it. Um, and I know it doesn't sound like much when you mention stuff like this, but, you know, changing at the right time, uh, finishing your shift, wanting the puck when you're tired, um, you know, just knowing where to be on the ice as a centerman how, as he arrives and where he is on the ice, where he positions himself and, and wanting the puck all the time. And that's so important for that position. And then you've got the skill set to execute. And, and there's, a, there's this really quiet confidence about him. doesn't matter who he's playing with. You know, we had him in camp early, starting playing with Vorchek and Laney, and I moved him around because I want to see what he looks like in different, with different guys. But he wasn't wild at all. He just he went and played his game. If there's a shot to be taken, he took it. If it, the right play was the pass, he'd pass it. And, and so I think that's, that's the maturity that he has in his game as a young man. And, and again, we'll see where it goes here. What our, our, our main objective sure. is to make sure that we, we do right by him because, you know, he is a big part of our future and, and we're going to monitor him closely and watch how he progresses. But again, another guy to be really excited about here for the future. It seems like the entire league has gotten a little younger. I saw Detroit's got a 19-year-old uh, that made the roster, Boston as well. Has the entire league gotten a little younger? It seems like it. Yeah, it's, the, things have changed a lot. I, I did a whole presentation on this uh, uh, about four years ago about the, just the changing of the guard. And, and there's a lot of factors that go into it, but when you look at salary cap, Number one, I mean, there's so much value in your your entry level deals, right? If you have talented yeah. players, and you know, it used to be you go to the minors, you play your two, three, four years, and then you know you kind of go through your lumps and bumps there, and then come up and play. But but now it's changed. The dynamic has changed, and everybody wants skill and they want speed. And then you know, you if you're paying your top end guys big money, there's there's only so much money to go around. So. You know, there's more than ever now, you're, you're developing at the NHL level. It never used to be the case. It used to be you had your guys, the guys you're developing were in the minors, they came, and then, you know, you had a little bit of developing, but they just kind of, they followed suit. It's different now. you got fourth-line guys now that are on first-unit power plays that are younger. I like that it. With, that have crazy speed and skill, and the, the league's a little bit crazy. It, it, there's more mistakes now, but it, it's a faster and more exciting brand of hockey. There's no question. Um, but what what comes with that immaturity is 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 exactly that. It's bigger mistakes at, at bigger times, and and you're constantly teaching on the goal here. So it's it's different. But I think the brand of hockey, man, it's it certainly picked up and it's exciting. All right, Brad Larson's with us. Final one for the new coach of the Blue Jackets, BlueJackets.com, to get tickets. We were talking earlier about this reality show, Alone. Are you familiar with it, where you go up to northern Vancouver Island and whoever, 10 people, you get 10 items, and whoever survives the longest gets a half million dollars. You familiar with it? 
<laughs> no. All right. I'm listening. If Go you ahead. had to have all your Blue Jacket players on this island, right, with 10 items, they get like a tarp, fishing line, an axe, a fire starter. <laughs> which, And I'll include yourself in this. Which Blue Jacket player or yourself is going to survive the longest? Oh, I'm surviving. There's no question. <laughs> all right. What, what about I'm the surviving. players? Who would be second place? All right. Who, who's going to be able to withstand the – the pain and suffering of it. Oh, and it's cold too. They go into winter too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, see, I'm looking at my board right now. I think Vic Elvis, jo- oh, you Elvis think- has no chance. He's too soft. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no way. I'm looking. You know what? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with our captain. I think Boone would be able to stick it out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because they make immaculate Fair shelters, enough. coach. I mean, they make like how like little log cabins and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I think. Uh, if I'm a betting man, I would put my money on Boone out of that group. All right, you should watch the show. I think you would enjoy it. I don't have time to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how was your Thanksgiving, uh, Canadian Thanksgiving on Monday? You know, here's the thing. I've I've been in the U.S. for 20-plus years. Right, so right. I get, I get friends and family that, that text me from Canada. Happy Thanksgiving. I totally forget about it now, and I, and I hate to say that, but it's just the truth. It's, yeah. Uh, there's no buildup when you're here. It's always... It's always the day of, and everyone's like, hey, happy Thanksgiving. So, you know, it's always a special time back home. But I, I've been here so long now that, you know, I just my, – my normal is the Thanksgiving that we celebrate here in November. Yeah. Hey, All right. Labatt or Molson, what's your favorite Canadian beer? Oh, I'd probably go Molson. That there you go. That my uh, beer choice for sure. There you go. Hey, uh, what was – you know, you played for multiple teams in the league. We got a pair of tickets to give away opening night, a four-pack, bluejackets.com to get tickets. So give us your – you had a couple jersey numbers. Give us your favorite jersey number, and that caller is going to win the four-pack. All right. Well, I, 29 was my, my jersey number that I kind of choice her by default uh, near the end. So that would have been my favorite. All right. All right. And that was with Atlanta, right? Yep. Okay. Atlanta, yep. Yep, number well, 29. Good luck tomorrow night with Arizona in town, and we'll see you at the barn. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, yep. Brad.